Chris Terrell Podcast. We're at the end of January. And, uh, you know, it is that time of year where there's so many new people on their weight loss journeys. And I want to say to all of you who are, have just started, great job so far, in case nobody's told you that. No matter how much you have or have not got accomplished, the fact that you are pushing and striving and working to be better than you were before, that is a win. This is a journey of a thousand steps. You're not going to get everything right the first time. That's that's part of it, all right? Like you're it's okay for it to not have gone perfectly because what what even is perfect? I don't know. I mean, I've been doing this now for a bit and I still can't define what perfect is because I honestly I think perfection is just a myth with regards to weight loss. We're looking for consistency. So, in this week's episode, I want to talk about three Common trends among those that have been successful on their weight loss journey for longer periods of time. Something I've observed in my clients, something I've observed in my own journey, something that I've observed uh, from associating with other people in the Facebook group, and just, you know, from having immersed myself in the world of weight loss now for several years, I have just identified a few common things. And I want to share them with you because if you're not doing them, you got to ask yourself, why? Why am I not doing these three things that is so common among those that are successful? Now, before we get into those, to these three topics, I want to first uh, make a couple mentions of a few things. If you're not in the Facebook group, I would love to have you come join the Facebook group. You can find a link to it in the show notes. You can also find a link to it by going to christerrellcoaching.com and clicking on free content, and you will find a link to it there. I am going to update my website and actually put a link to it on the homepage of the website. So if it's not there yet, look for that here in the next week or so, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to go ahead and update it to make that even easier easier to find. Also, if you're looking for just accountability, maybe you've got up and going on your weight loss journey and you want to have some monthly check-ins, someone that you can just check in on, which could be me, you can go to crystalcoaching.com in the navigation, look for coaching programs. You will find a monthly check-in program. I've got a once a month, a twice a month, and a three times a month program. And uh, they're very economical, they're very affordable, and it's a great way to just have somebody in your corner. I can help keep you on track. I can help strategize with you and figure out how to keep you moving in the right way without losing too much ground. And lastly, group coaching is now here. I am starting with my first two group coaching classes. They are not quite full yet. Uh, Here later uh, this weekend, uh, this is the weekend of February 5th and 6th, you will find updated pages on my website where you can actually register for the classes, the first couple that I have, but more will be coming if you're looking for group coaching. Okay, let's uh, let's go and jump into the topic though. Critical thing number one uh, that is common among those that are successful on their weight loss journey, they're planning. They have a plan. If you think that you can luck your way into losing a lot of weight, you are fooling yourself, all right? You're not just going to be able to magically like, oh, you know, I'm just going to kind of track calories and we'll just see how it works because, man, it is the worst feeling when you get to too much day left at the end of the calories. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like 6.30 p.m., you just finished dinner and you're like, I'm still kind of hungry and I don't have any calories left over. What am I going to do? And now you have a, now you got a situation. You got something you got to solve. And that's not the point of this episode to talk about how you would solve that situation. But I think any of us that have done calorie-based weight management have run into that scenario where we're like too much day left at the end of the calories. The best way to combat this is through planning. I want you to think of your calories the same way you would approach money. I think we all can agree that whether you do it or not, 
Having a personal budget is a good idea. I think we all know it's a good idea, personal finance budget. Well, the same principles for why you should have a personal finance budget hold into why you should have a personal calorie budget while you're working on losing weight. So taking a few moments to think ahead, like what what special events do I have going on this week? Do I have calories set aside to that? What special events do I have going on today? Do I have calories set aside for that? Okay, I'm going to be going, I have a holiday coming up and I'm going to be eating a whole bunch of food that day. Maybe should I do an extra workout that day? Should I burn a few more calories since I'm taking in all this additional energy? Whatever it may be, having a plan will help keep you successful. That old quote from Ben Franklin, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. It could not be more true with weight loss. Now, I'm talking about planning as it relates to calories. Well, your planning could be so many other things. How are you going to manage your stress? What, what, what things are you putting in place? What plans are you putting in place to help you get through maybe an impending stressful thing coming up? Maybe you know you have a big startup on a new project at work and it's going to leave you stressed. Are you laying the groundwork to help yourself be successful for that? Or are you just barreling ahead and hoping for the best? Maybe you're wanting to work out this week. Are you just saying, you know what? I'm going to work out this week. Okay, great. What's your plan? I don't know. We'll just see how it works. You know, maybe I'm just thinking maybe one day I'll wake up and think this will be the day I go work out. Look, let's, again, we got to be honest with ourselves. That is not likely to happen. You are far more likely to be successful. If you say, all right, I want to work out this week. How many times do I want to work out? I'd, li- I'd like to work out twice this week, you know, because I'm not really working out at all. And if I just do two good workouts a week, that that's new to me. Okay, when am I going to do them? Well, Tuesday and Thursday. I think I can shoot for Tuesday and Thursday. But this leads to the next important part of planning that for being successful is having a plan B. You need a plan B. It's so important. So if you're like, all right, I'm going to work out Tuesday and Thursday. But if something comes up, I should be able to make up at least one workout Saturday morning. So that's my plan B. Predetermine what you're going to do. Plans make all the difference on whether you're going to be successful or not. Now let's talk about the second element. The second common thing among those that are successful with weight loss long term. These are folks who embrace the concept of experimentation. They are experimenting with their plans. They are experimenting with their hunger. They're experimenting with different foods. They're seeing how, all right, if I have a bigger lunch, what does that do for me on the rest of the day? If I have a smaller lunch, what does that do for me on the rest of the day? If I eat this snack, does that leave me hungry? If I'm feeling really stressed and I go ahead and eat some food, how does that make me feel after? If I'm feeling really stressed and I sit down and I write in my journal, what does that do for me? This is a person who is being a scientist and their own life is their own test laboratory. That's how I approach myself. My life is my test lab. I have to test these things on myself. I have to know if they're working. It is amazing what you can get done when you become an observer of your own life, when you both are of the observed and observer. As an example from my own weight loss journey, I noticed when I had smaller lunches, I was less successful was sticking to my plan for the rest of the day because I would often get a little snacky later in the afternoon and then I would be pretty hungry by the time I got to dinner and then I would often overeat on dinner. And so I recognized like, huh, I maybe I should eat a bigger lunch even if I'm not particularly hungry because then I don't snack in the afternoon and then I show up to dinner in a better state of mind and I'm not overly hungry and I eat a more reasonable dinner, which leaves aside a few more calories that I can allocate to my evening snacks. Well, this is something I learned for myself through the process of experimentation. When I work with my clients, I can always tell they're really getting into a really great groove when I say, how was your week this week? And they say, you know, I tried this thing and I noticed that that didn't really work. I think next week I'm going to try it this way and see what that does. That lets me know this person, they found the pocket. 
They found that success groove and they're sitting in it and they're going to stay in it because you, you almost take away the emotional part of your decision-making, not to say you don't have emotions and not to say they're not factored in, but you don't let the emotional side drive it. You look at the evidence. You look at what the realities of your choices are. It's like, you know, I was really stressed. And so I just, I just kind of laid around all day today and, and, and I noticed that didn't really make me feel better. So later that week when I got really stressed, I, I decided to go to the gym, even though I didn't want to. I went anyway. And I noticed I felt a little bit better. So I, I don't know. What do you think about that? And, you know, then we can have a dialogue. Oh, that is so crucial to be trying new things. Looking at the foods and going, you know, I wonder if I eat this, if I take a meal and I shift the protein ratio to make the, the meal have way more protein in it than it did before, I wonder what that's going to do for me on my hunger. And then maybe take another meal. You know what? I'm going to try having protein, but no, no, no meat-based protein sources. Let's see what happens if I have nothing but plant-based protein for a meal. I wonder what that does for me. Paying attention to how food impacts your body. Paying attention to how exercise impacts your body. Paying attention to how different stress management techniques impact your mind and your heart. Because keep in mind, if you show up to your life at a peak state, if you show up to your life feeling good, thinking clearly, you are more likely to make better choices. And if you make better choices, you're going to be more inclined to make choices that are going to help you lose your weight a lot more consistently. Now, the third thing that ties into both of those that is so crucial for success as it relates to weight loss, measurements. When I say measurements, I'm not talking necessarily measurements about your body. I'm saying you have data points to indicate if what you're doing is working. Now, of course, let's, let's talk about the biggest one that we all want to start with, the scale. The scale is nothing more than a measurement device. It should not cause you to have an emotional response. So many of us are just gamblers, and we're just chasing that high of seeing a low number on the scale. I do submit, and some of you are going to feel really called out right now, and if what I'm about to say makes you feel defensive, I really want you to question, why does this make you feel defensive? I think most people that weigh in daily are gamblers. They are looking for the endorphin rush, the high of seeing the number having gone down on the scale. That reinforcement, like, oh, yeah, I'm on the right track, as opposed to just this impartial, it's just a data point to tell me where I'm at. Look, I know some of you are able to, you've reached a point where you can weigh in every day and you feel nothing. But when I look at the ones that are the most successful, the ones that are, as I say, in the pocket, they're in the groove, they'll show up to a coaching call and I'll say, how was the week? And we'll spend 30 minutes like, you know, what were your wins? Oh, you know, I did this. I had this really great exercise and I pushed and I had this new limit reached. And then I was experimenting with my lunches and I found a really great lunch that I'm going to stick with here. And then they go on and on for 30 minutes and we're just talking about all these new techniques. And I'm like, oh, um, oh, by the way, did the scale move this week? Oh yeah, I guess we should talk about that. That's when I know we're in the zone. I know we're not in the zone when I say, how was the week? And the first words out of their mouth are, I lost a pound. Like, okay, I mean, I'm good, I'm glad, I'm happy about that, but like, losing a pound doesn't help you lose another pound. It's all this other stuff that helps you lose the pound. I want to know how you lost the pound. And we want to know how can we do that again? How can we repeat it? How can we solidify it? And so for you, if you're defining your success by measuring what does the scale say, that's not going to help you. I'm serious. Like, seriously, the scale doesn't help you lose weight. It's all the actions you take that help you lose weight, and that's what you should focus on. So when I say measurements... For those that are successful, they're not measuring the scale. They're measuring their activities. They're measuring their choices. They're measuring the results of what they're doing. So a person saying like, what's your, you know, what, what's a measurement? Like I went to the gym three times for 30 minutes. 
and I exerted, according to my tracker, it says about 250 calories each exercise. This week, I wanted to push that to 300 calories. I wanted to see if I could burn, according to my tracker, an additional 500 calories. Is that the most, is it an accurate calorie tracker? No, it's not accurate, but what it shows is, is because it's consistent, it shows more effort has been exerted within that effort, within that exercise. Somebody else might come in with a measurement and go, well, what, you know, what are they looking at? They're looking at their calories. You're like, yeah, you know, I was, I had this much allocated for lunch and I shuffled it around to dinner and I made these choices. This resulted in having a 300 calories left over for dinner and I found, or for snacks. And I found these two new 150 calorie snacks. So I was able to have two of them and I just spaced them out. I'm like, oh, that's great. You know, they have the data to inform them on that one. Another thing that when I'm saying measurements, they'll come back and say, you know, I, I did this run, this walk that I've been doing, I've been able to cover a mile in about 25 minutes. And now I'm doing it in about 23. They're looking at performance. They're measuring like, ha, I'm improving right here. This is great. This is what I'm looking for. I want you to be able to measure and tangibly quantify the steps and actions you are taking that are leading to weight loss. If the only great or bad thing you have to say about your week is the scale went down or the scale went up, you are focusing all of your intention, your attention and effort in the wrong place. Don't focus on the scale. I know that feels counterintuitive. I know so much of us, you're like, I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. And so we focus on the scale, focus on the scale, focus on the scale. Hear me out. Hear me out. The more you don't focus on the scale, and you focus on your choices and your actions and your habits, the more consistently the scale is going to move. The more you don't care about the scale and you focus on how you feel and you focus on the choices that you're making, the more the scale is going to move. It's crazy because then you can actually bring the scale back in truly as a data point because the scale can be a very useful tool to help tell you are the choices you're making working or not. But that is only one element. If you are to lose weight and feel like garbage when you're done, what's the point? I mean, isn't the point to do this to lose weight and feel good? Isn't the point to do this to lose weight and enjoy your body? Isn't the point to do this to lose weight and then like yourself and and feel happy with who you are and look at yourself in the mirror and go, I'm proud of you. You did good this week. Isn't that the point? I don't know about you. If, If I just lose a bunch of weight, and then I don't like myself at the end of it, I'm probably just going to put the weight back on. If I just lose a bunch of weight and I just feel icky and I feel gross because I haven't been working out at all, so I haven't improved my fitness and I've been, yeah, I'm losing weight by eating nothing but garbage because you technically can't do that, but the garbage is making me feel bad. I mean, like, I mean, how sustainable is that? So I want you to really focus on improving your entire self as you're going along and have a way to measure your entire life, not just the measurement on the scale, not just what the scale says. Now, we're sitting here 15-ish minutes here on this episode, and for those of you that are still here, you, you get a bonus tip. I'm going to give you one more tip of those that are successful. The ones that are successful adopt a mindset, and it's a crucial mindset for success. And the mindset is, I'm not worried about how long it takes. 
They don't think about, I need to lose X pounds by X date. They know what they're doing will lead to the weight loss. All they got to do is keep doing what they're doing. All they got to do is keep refining what they're refining. All they know is I just got to keep experimenting, keep making my plans, keep measuring my progress. And the, the number, the body I want to have will be found. It will be there. It's right there waiting for me. I just have to slowly make my way over there because these folks focus on consistency over speed. They focus on consistency over speed. That is that crucial mindset among those that are successful because they understand I've got to maintain this. I've got to do this after I reach my goal weight. So whatever choices I'm making, I need to do them, be able to do them for 10 years. I cannot just do them here on the short term. And so that is your bonus one. Focus on consistency and it takes as long as it takes to get there. And I promise you will get there if you just don't give up. Just don't give up. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up here. Thanks so much for listening to the Chris Terrell Podcast. If you want to help support the show, the best way you can do so is by sharing it. If there's an episode that you particularly enjoy, if you've enjoyed this episode, sharing a link to it on your social media, on your Facebook, on your Instagram, on TikTok, telling somebody about it in your life, texting it to a friend, that helps the show immensely. I want to get this show and the messaging that, hey, you can change your life. You can have the body you've always wanted. I want to get that in front of as many people as possible. And you spreading the word and getting people on board with this is a great way to do that. You can, of course, always support the show financially if you're in a position where you're able to. That helps keep the show moving forward. This is what I do full time is weight loss and helping create content. And in the show notes, you'll find a link to uh, where you can buy me a coffee. Uh, any and all support helps keep this show going and helps support all the others losing their weight as well by giving the messaging to them. If you enjoy the show also, I would appreciate if you were able to give me a rating and a review uh, on your podcasting app. Currently, we've got a whole bunch of wonderful reviews and I thank you so much to everybody that has left a review on the Chris Terrell podcast. It means the world to me. Uh, doing this work has changed my life, and it is, it is so meaningful and impactful to me, and I'm grateful for every single one of you that listen and give back and send me your messages uh, telling me about the success of your story. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week, and I will see you next week on the Chris Terrell Podcast. And remember, you can do hard things. 